At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Hour two of VSIN Primetime alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Thanks to Eli Hershkovich for joining us in studio as he heads to the airport to head on back, get his last, uh, last visit. We will chat with Colin Wilson from the Action Network. Uh, in studio next, get his thoughts on week two of the college football season. Sean's uh, new co-worker, Kenny White. Yeah, man. See if he can uh, have be as hot as he was last uh, year. He, he was, was hot as fish grease, woo, man. He was, uh, he was fantastic last year here on uh, on the nightcap, and hopefully it carries over to VEASAN primetime. He'll join us at the bottom of the hour. I am so happy with myself. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, shout I'm out sh- to I'm my shocked. guy, Jared Wise, man. Catch my Nerfie. Yeah, first uh, Now I just took my whole Nerfie ticket, and I'm going to back – the Central Florida Golden Knights tonight at home to get it done versus the Louisville Cardinals. Just for some stats, uh, UCF is 6-1 and one against the spread. Mark of laid uh, home chalk fewer than seven points. Since? Louisville's last 11 games with this price point, 2-9 and nine against the spread. So I'm going with the Gus Malzones and Rice Plumley. I think this is his chance to really – emerge on the national scene like he might be the fastest quarterback in college football and I'm talking about UCF's Plumley. he was outstanding in week one I mean he he's exceptional athlete and he's gotten much better throwing the ball made some really on time accurate throws threw the ball well down the field they have a plethora of skilled guys that are elite Malzone used the transfer portal to solidify that defense. I think UCF makes a statement. I think the bounce house is rocking. I am fired up and excited to see this UCF team perform tonight because I do think they are going to have a say in the college football playoff. I hope you're right. Um, uh, I have UCF over. I do wonder over their season win total. I do wonder if this is a bit of a buy low opportunity on Louisville. We'll see. They played as poor as you could Imagine, uh, up at Syracuse, and uh, now uh, they're getting five and a half. Uh, that number just dropped from six down to five and a half. There were some six and a halfs out there, so uh, we'll see. There were some sevens out there earlier this week, um, if you like Louisville and Central Florida down to five and a half. But I certainly hope that you and Producer Britton are on the right side of this. And I'm getting a Louisville team that was only six and seven last year. Mm-hmm. So uh, even with You're fading was, your guy Malik Cunningham. Yeah, hey, and I like Malik. I just, I think. Against a team like UCF that has athletes that can run, you know, they can match his 
elusiveness and evasiveness when he gets out the pocket. So I'm hoping they can corral him and, and you know, prevent him from having like a monster game. But even if he does, I do like the explosiveness of that UCF offense. I think they can get in a shootout and still prevail and cover this number. So the good thing about making a wager is we're going to find out because the game is tonight, about 27 minutes from now. If you want to jump in and ride with Big King, I am on the University of Central Florida tonight. Laying the six in the bounce house. Let's go, Gus. Yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully they got it rolling. Uh, I'm pulling for you uh, and uh, for the good old UCF Golden Knights. I need here. you to mean it. Like, say it like with your, with your soul. Like, I want UCF to cover. Not just win, cover. Say it one time. Practice. Make me believe. No. Because you, really, you, you don't really care. All you want to do is your win total. You just yeah, it, yeah. If they win by three, root for all of us. Did me I, and Britain. Did, did I say that? Me and Britain are on UCF minus six. Root for us. Well, I'm I'm a bit nervous with the line late line move towards Louisville because you know, you know, betting against betting against line moves is always a a, a profitable endeavor. But I'm pulling for you guys. <sighs> just win. Just win, UCF. That's all that matters. Uh, let's get to bettable or forgettable here, Sean. We'll do a, an, a college football one before we get back to the NFL. Uh, one of the biggest games of the weekend is going to be happening in uh, Provo, Utah, as BYU hosts number nine Baylor and the top two wide receivers for BYU. 60% of their receiving yards from a year ago, Gunnar Romney and Puka Nakua, are both expected to miss this game, and we saw the market react to that pretty quickly as this news came out, Sean, as right now it is down to two and a half. So it went to that key number of three. It was sitting most of the week at three and a half in favor of the Cougars, down to two and a half. So, Sean, bettable or forgettable, Gunnar Romney and Puka Nakua out for BYU and uh, against this Baylor Bears team. Yeah, that's absolutely bettable. I mean... BYU is always going to have an older roster, you know, because of some of their off-the-field requirements for attending that university. But they don't generally have, like, a whole lot of explosive personnel. And those two wide receivers provided that. So if you really just acknowledge that University of South Florida wasn't very well coached for that initial game, it wasn't so much that BYU was so great. It was that, I mean, USF was playing as if they had not practiced. They couldn't get lined up. It was, it was multiple, 38 nothing at one point. Yeah, but I went back and watched the game, Tim, and defensively, I, I mean, this was abysmal by USF. I, I'm just blown coverages, uh, defensive linemen not in the right gap. Like, it, it was bad. Um, in the second half, they actually did some good things, you know, offensively versus this BYU defense. So I think Baylor's a much more well-coached team than University of South Florida, and they understand the magnitude of this non-conference contest because of BYU's ranking. It will matter for them uh, if they're able to be the Big 12 champion. I think the more impressive they can be in these games, the more likely if they do have a loss but still win the Big 12, they can make a legitimate argument to get in the college football playoff. So, you know, Dave Aranda knows what this game's about. I, I am very comfortable with the skill guys in Baylor, especially receivers, because they had to, you know, replace Thornton and some others. I like Baylor to win this game outright, to be honest. Well, we have a cigar bet on it. So. Yeah, we do. I like Baylor. I like Baylor. In I this would have game. preferred Gunnar Romney, who didn't play in the first game, and Nakua uh, sprained his ankle against USF after uh, he went like sixty yards on the first play of the game. <laughs> well, that was the running back who went the first. Went no, the, it was Bakua. It was he only, twelve. He only had twenty-two yards. Uh, oh, you're talking. About, I'm talking about twelve. The receiver that's out. Yeah. No. Uh, Puka Nakua had one catch for twenty-two yards against. Well, USF. that's not twelve. Okay. Oh. I thought, I thought he was number 12. Uh, but uh, he had 43 catches for 805 yards, six touchdowns last year. Gunnar Romney is, has uh, has had some some big games as well. So both are expected to be out. Uh, big loss there. We saw the line move from 3.5 down to 2.5 uh, in favor. Uh, BYU is still a slight favorite in that spot at home against BYU. They, be, they lost to Baylor last year, so a bit of a revenge spot. We'll see if the Cougars can get it without their two top receivers. No, 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 no. Nakua is 12. He had three catches for 76 yards and two touchdowns against USF. 
His first catch. What was it? Yeah, his, his first run. My bad. It was a run. It wasn't a catch. My bad. It was a jet sweep oh, to the okay. receiver. Yeah, gotcha. he went for 75 yards on a touchdown. Is. Yeah, he had yeah. one catch for 22 yards. Yeah, so I'm talking you, about the right guy. Yeah, yeah, he had a 75-yard touchdown run. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, so they will be without uh, some of uh, their most explosive players. Back to the NFL, Sean. Um, Bucks wide receiver Chris Godwin practicing in the old orange non-contact jersey today. Chris Godwin has been dealing with injuries all throughout the offseason. Doesn't seem great that he's going to be on the field Sunday night against the Dallas Cowboys. Bettable or forgettable that Chris Godwin uh, in a non-contact jersey today uh, for the Buccaneers. Oh, this is bettable. Uh, again, I think the Cowboys are one of my stronger plays for Sunday night. Not because I'm against the Bucs. I'm just against the Bucs early in the season. Don't forget they also lost uh, Rob Gronkowski. So Gronkowski and Godwin both, like, manned the middle of the field for this Tampa football team. So Mike Evans is still there. Uh, Russell Gage just battled some injuries. Uh, I think he's going to be available, but I think if there's a time to fade the Bucks, I think it's this Sunday night. Russell Gage also listed as questionable, too. Yeah. So, so I mean, the, the offseason for the Buccaneers, it's been Sean, rocky. has been extremely the, rocky. The Tom Brady issues aside, you've got offensive line concerns all over the place. Question marks at the wide receiver position. As you mentioned, Gronk retires. No Indomitian Sue. Ali no Jason Marpet is gone. Yeah. I mean, they lost a lot from a year ago. Yeah, this is a, a tricky spot. And Brady, Dal- went, Brady went on a two-week sabbatical. And now there's uh, all the rumors that he and Giselle are, in, uh, uh, are, are not in great shapes there. So, you know, the Cowboys are an interesting spot. They're a home dog, one of now nine on Sunday. The home dog last night obviously didn't get home as the Bills won that game 31-10. to 10. Uh, But the, the Cowboys, I mean, both of these teams, Sean, have had a rather tumultuous training camp. Mm-hmm. Both their offensive line have dealt with injuries. The Cowboys are, are have question marks at their skill position, skill positions. So why the Cowboys in this spot for you? Well, when you look at what Dallas has been at home as a, a home dog, 7-0 against the spread in their last seven home dog roles. So this is a situation that they kind of relish. Also versus this conference, 4-0 against the spread in their last four games against the NFC South. So, you know, I'm just looking at it, you know, from the standpoint that Dallas very rarely is in the underdog role. You know, they have a chip on their shoulder. They've heard all the naysayers I do think that they're going to play big. Remember last year they surprised Tampa in this game. Really Tampa well. was, you know, much more prepared, in my opinion, to enter the season, you know, as a favorite. And Dallas showed up and showed out and covered that opening number. So I think they cover here again. I do think they're going to ultimately win the game outright. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this total went under, too. I think Bucks could be extremely rusty on offense. And listen, they got to find a way to protect. You know, Michael Parsons is coming off a tremendous rookie season. They've got some some things dialed up to try and get pressure on Tom Brady. And the one thing we know about this Dallas secondary, they're opportunistic. So if you if you have balls that are deflected or balls that are poorly thrown because of pressure, you know, Diggs and company have proven not only can they catch it, but they can run it all the way back. So I like Dallas. I like the fighting Jerry Joneses in the opener. Versus my beloved Tampa Bay Bucks. How about that? One final one before we hit a break and welcome Colin Wilson to talk some college football in studio. Commander's starting safety Cam Curl out for week number one, meaning Derek Foster, a fifth round pick from a year ago, according to Jack Del Rio, will likely start at one uh, safety spot. Bettable or forgettable? Can I change my survivor pick? (laughs) All right, forgettable. Don't worry about it. If I ever change my opinion because of a safety, then listen here, I quit. Let's go, Carson Wentz. Breaking down week two of the college football season with Colin Wilson next here on Prime Primetime. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Well, you know, it's football season when the guests just keep rolling in, coming into Vegas. It's the time to be here. This gentleman, Sean King, 10th in the Heisman Trophy in 1998. That gentleman right there, I don't know. Can you stop saying that? Why? Just say finalists. I mean, you weren't. Yeah, I deserve to be. So, like, I mean, you did. I yeah. agree. So, finalists I mean, is not like, well, it's kind it's, of It's a lie. Too, I don't like yeah. lying to people. Yeah, you didn't go not, to New York. Yeah. Colin Wilson, we don't. What, you, can we stop yelling in front of company? I mean, this I is, apologize. Uh, Colin Wilson from the Action Network hanging out with us in studio. What's up, Colin? How are you, man? I'm doing well. I am actually a Heisman voter. I would have put Sean in my top three. See, so he, he would have had some votes. If you could have voted in yeah, 1998, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's some. I mean, Dante Culpepper being ahead of you. He's come nothing. on, come on, come on. Deshaun, it's, what, it's wait, not about Culpepper because he had the same fight and struggle that I had. You went 12 and 0. I know, but All right, we don't off need the a... beaten path. I'm talking about the Cave McNowns and, you know, come on. Real quickly, uh, we're about to have a Friday night, little Friday night lights here. UCF taking on Louisville. You guys are on opposite sides here. I don't like this. So, Colin, give us the case why Louisville uh, was a bet for you earlier this week. Right now, five and a half, actually still a six at BetMGM. Yeah, a lot of blame from Satterfield going around on the energy level that they brought against Syracuse. Poor tackling. They would hit Garrett Schrader in the backfield and just bounce off of him. So it's a matter of fundamentals and want to. And at 0-1, you're not going to fall 0-2. This, to me, the the team has to feel like this is – a season-ending game. I mean, you go 0-2, your season is in the dumpster fire, and Scott Satterfield is signing another letter to the fan base, please keep me around. So uh, I expect better effort, I expect better tackling, and I power rate the game as a pick. So uh, we'll see. I mean, it's a large number for a group of five team against Louisville. I agree with all of that, uh, and that's why they play the game. You know, what I would say is I think this is two programs going in opposite directions. I think the energy in uh, the city of Louisville is not, you know, wrapped around excitement. I think, as you mentioned, there are a lot of people that think Satterfield has not done a good job. Yep. Uh, whereas you have Gus Malzone, uh, number one transfer portal class in the AAC. Uh, Rise Plumley looked a part of that explosive uh, quarterback at Ole Miss a few years back. Uh, also, you know, just from a statistical standpoint, UCF is 6-1 and one in their last seven games at home as a touchdown or less favorite. Louisville is 2-9 and nine in their last 11 as a road favorite of seven points or less. So hopefully we can catch the middle. I'm completely yeah. fine. <laughs> I got seven. You got five and a half. Central Florida <laughs> winning by seven. I'm yeah. all for we're, we're all happy. cashing yeah, we're tickets because we're pulling for our pockets. And I, this can happen. I went into last night's game. I had – the Rams to close out a teaser, or not a teaser, a parley at plus two and a half. So then I bet Bill's money line, hoping I could fall somewhere in the middle. Uh, I had hope at one point in the game. That hope evaporated uh, extremely quickly. In the second quickly. half? Yeah. It really started from the beginning. I was like, there's no way the Bills are losing this. Yeah, they looked uh, they looked phenomenal. Colin Wilson hanging out in studio here. All right, Colin, let's take a look at Saturday's card. I was talking to an odds maker last night. We were just kind of shooting the breeze, saying, all right, what side is the public going to be all over and is there going to be that that classic Sharps versus Joes thought? And we kind of settled on the primetime game 
out in Palo Alto, Stanford, and USC. We've seen consistent line movement. The opener here at Circa was 12. It's now eight pretty much across the board, Colin. But the public is on USC quite heavily. Yeah. How do you look at this game on Saturday night in Stanford? Well, it's the same thing that, uh, you know, here's the deal. USC has an electric offense. They have every playmaker in the world, but they never address anything on their defense. And what that means is, is in the Pac-12, you're going to be in a lot of shootouts, a lot of 51-50 games against teams that have elite offenses or at least can put up uh, points in a flash. Stanford is one of those teams. Tanner McKee is going to be playing in the NFL. He went 22 of 27 against Colgate. I know it's Colgate, but they played hey, a shout out Hamilton, New York. <laughs> they played a flawless game against Col Colgate offensively and defensively. They had five players uh, that were targeted that had explosive catches uh, from a yards per route run. And that, that is like, how many times do you get the ball? How many times do you have explosive runs after you get the ball? And I'm telling you, Stanford has everything that they need to do on the outside against this USC defense. Do I think that Stanford can stand up to the USC offense? No, but I think eight points, eight and a half points, nine, it, over a touchdown is way too much when some of these Pac-12 teams can put up a bunch of points and send you to overtime. So I think Stanford gives them everything, and the storyline on Monday might be the Pac-12 is out of the college football playoff picture. Mm, another. I don't know if Sean's going to invite you back. No, no. So listen, <laughs> listen. I have USC as the number two team in the country. You're crazy. Uh, You're crazy. Listen, we'll find out if I'm crazy or if I'm right like I normally am. But I'm not going against Stanford in this game because my OG son, EJ Smith, is the starting running back for the Stanford Cardinal. Went for over 100 yards and two touchdowns last week in that win against Colgate. So I'm all for a close USC win. I'm not going to wager on the game because I don't go against my OGs. Hey, Emmett, hope EJ has a big game. Hey, hey Colin, I want to get to a game late night tomorrow. Uh, by the way, the late night slate is absolutely tremendous. Three games after 10 o'clock Eastern that are all, in my opinion, very intriguing games. Oregon State, Fresno State. Uh, Mississippi State, Arizona, and BYU-Baylor. A game that you talked about, I know, earlier this week, but the mm -hmm. news comes out today. Gunnar Romney is out. Puka Nakua, who sprained his ankle uh, against South Florida, is out as well. So we've seen the line move down to two and a half. How much does that factor into this game for you? Are you off the Cougs now? Well, what's your uh, play on this one? It, it, it doesn't make me comfortable liking BYU, of course, because... When you look at last year's game, Baylor absolutely dominated the trench. And they have a coaching advantage because offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes knows BYU back in front. BYU now, you know, gets to play host. They come in. It's going to be tough. Elevation. Baylor going on the road, leaving the state of Texas. There's a lot for them to deal with here. But at the same time, BYU losing their two-star wide receivers, mm -hmm. that's where BYU could have attacked and could have won because Baylor lost 50% of their PBUs from last year. Albany won two games in the FCS last year. They can't challenge the Baylor uh, secondary, but BYU could have. So now it's Jaron Hall and a list of no-name guys against South Florida. I mean, I see the box score. It's good, and it's South Florida, but now you have to prove yourself against a Baylor defense. So I still like it. I think it's telling. This game opened back up. It came off the board today for a little bit with that announcement. Came back up at two and a half. Why not a little bit lower? And you know who's taking money? BYU's taking money. So that should say something. Yeah, I'm, I'm really intrigued by this game. Sean and I have a little side wager, a little cigar bet. I took the Cougs, hoping that their two best wide receivers would be playing, but, you know, we have to power through. I don't get a refund. Got to power through it, right, Sean? So my theory is there are certain teams that are always going to have explosive playmakers. BYU isn't one of them. The fact that Nakua, who is exceptional, after the catch is not available, I think is a, a, a huge handicap in this situation when you're dealing with kids from Texas, the majority of them bring that Texas speed, but we'll see. I mean, the average age of BYU is 45 and a half. So, <laughs> I mean, we'll see if the old man can that's get it done. That's how old you are, Sean. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm rolling with Baylor uh, outright. I think Aranda's building something special there, but I agree if at 100%, this is going to be a tough game for Baylor. Colin Wilson from the Action Network hanging with us in studio. Uh, another big game, and maybe is this an overreaction? I mean, the performance we saw from Anthony Richardson last weekend was was electric. He was fantastic. Uh, they get the interception late to get them the win. I don't know if it's a letdown spot, Colin, because you got a rival, got a rival, division rival coming in. Kentucky is getting six against Florida. Yep. The expectation is Rodriguez still will be sidelined with the suspension, the running back for for Kentucky. But is this line too high sitting at six, Colin? Yeah, the line's too high. I mean, I, I may get Florida minus two, but getting past my power rating numbers, you have to actually look at the matchup on the grid, which is 
Kentucky is excellent at stopping explosive plays. Kentucky is excellent in tackle grading. They're one of the highest in PFF every year. And what does it mean to be in a zone defense? That means you have your eyes forward the entire time. So if Anthony Richardson wants to go left or right, they're going to see it. Now, he goes. Anthony Richardson goes up against a team that's running man. They have to take their eyes off the quarterback, and that's teams that they can absolutely destroy. So Kentucky is going to limit explosive plays. They're going to absolutely uh, – you know, be able to manage on defense. And there's going to be a lot of one-on-one tackle scenarios with Anthony Richardson that Kentucky is going to win. I like the under in this game. I think Florida should be about minus two. Their track record as a favorite isn't very good, but we do have Billy Napier in. Uh, I would say the offense they ran was much better than what Dan Mullen was running at Florida. But at the same time, this is heavy inflation. Look at Kentucky's line last uh, last week. I mean, the whole entire world was on Miami of Ohio. Mm-hmm. They still covered, right? Now we look at this. This line is too high. Everybody's on Florida. So at some point, Kentucky's got to prove all of us wrong. I'm taking Kentucky here. I think it's too high. Yeah, I'm just going to watch this game because I picked Florida last week to beat Utah outright. They did. I said uh, Anthony Richardson was a Heisman talent. Uh, so I was ahead of that train. But I also picked Kentucky to win the SEC East. But, Colin, when I went back and rewatched Kentucky, Miami of Ohio, remember this name, David Wolbaugh. He's the starting left tackle from Kentucky. He might be – the worst offensive lineman that I watched throughout the entire Saturday. So my boy Will Levis is going to need a lot of mayonnaise in that coffee to stay clean in this game. So I'm going to just lead the game alone with Rodriguez, the running back's uncertainty. I, I, unfortunately, I, I'm, I'm not going to get involved in this one. Sean's not watching enough UMass and UConn football. So that's the worst <laughs> tackle in the nation. So. Hey, uh, Colin Wilson, 30 seconds, Colin. We'll let you go enjoy your evening here in Las Vegas. Pittsburgh, Tennessee, revenge yeah. on the mind. Big old number for Tennessee, though. Yeah, uh, Pitt knows Tennessee extremely well. Narduzzi has seen Hendon Hooker not only from last year, but he saw him at Virginia Tech. I think if you want to get into the one matchup where Pitt is going to be able to dominate, it's the fact that Kadon Slovis only throws in between the hashes under 20 yards, and that's where Tennessee is the most vulnerable. That's where they were attacked last week. Their Pitt is going to be able to put up as many points as Tennessee does. To me, this is an overtime game. I think they're going to take shots like they did last year. It was close last year. No one had more than a seven-point lead last year, so it's an overtime game. I'll take that. That is Colin Wilson. Follow him on Twitter at underscore Colin1. It's VEASAN primetime. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance, recap on the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. 24-7 video season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up to, to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 bucks or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is VEASAN primetime on a Friday night. The bounce house is popping right now, Sean King, down in Orlando, Florida. What I like to see, John Reese Plumley uh, leading the UF, UCF Knights out of the tunnel there. And uh, just a, a last look at the line. Five and a half with a total of 62 here at Circa. Uh, at BetMGM, I believe holding steady at six. Uh, so we will see if UCF can uh, make it 2-0. and o, And Louisville drops to 0-2, Mr. King. Yeah, that's what I'm pulling for. That's what my ticket says. I had some breaking news. I was trying to get the particulars. Uh-huh. Major League Baseball made some rule changes for yeah. 2023. They're making the bases bigger. Uh, I'm not really sure what that's about. But the good ones, they're changing the shift rule. So every team must have four infielders in the dirt, and two must be completely on opposite sides of second base. And, Tim, they're also adding a pitch timer, 30 seconds in between batter. If no one's on base, the pitcher gets 15 seconds. If someone's on base, the pitcher gets 20 seconds. Not sure what the actual penalties are, but. All right. Yep. And they put a limit on how many times a pitcher can attempt to pick off. 
which is extremely, extremely good for baseball. Yeah, more people will be coming to the games because of that. Maybe. No. If you know you don't have to stay as long. It's not going to change. It's, it's, if it's, baseball has some archaic rules, they needed to change. It's, it's, it's like a fire. That house is on fire. Here, I'll go, go put it out. That'll help. Manfred. Ridiculous. All right. Learn to be resourceful. Whatever. It's baseball. Let's talk about football. Uh, and let's take a look at the card for tomorrow. Uh, just, just hit on some big games. Biggest game, which doesn't seem to be getting a lot of buzz because the line is 20, is Texas and Alabama. Um, 20 and a half in some spots, Sean, uh, in favor of the Crimson Tide. How, if you're Steve Sarkeesian, you're Texas, how do you keep this game close tomorrow afternoon? Pray that uh, Bryce Young skipped class today and they leave him in Tuscaloosa. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. Texas isn't ready for Bama. Not with Bryce Young at quarterback. If you catch Bama on a year where they got like, you know, just a, a guy back there and not like an NFL caliber guy. Like, Bryce Young's probably going to be the first pick in the draft. And without question, like his quick release, his accuracy, his arm talent, his athletics, like he has it all. The demeanor, the personality, like the maturity. Like, I just know Texas is going to get overwhelmed in this game. And then they're countering with a quarterback making his second start. And I think Quinn Ewers is going to eventually, you know, be exactly what people think he is, but he's not that yet. And uh, Texas will have some moments, so I do think Texas, you know, will end up being able to score some points, but I don't think they keep this game within three touchdowns. One of the most popular bets over the past couple of years has been Alabama in the first half, Sean. And a tweet was put out today by Max Meyer from Caesar Sports, and it said that 99.7% of the money, Sean, is on Alabama in the first half laying 13 and a half. 99.7% of the money. If you're wondering how well has Alabama done in first halves, well, we got the statistic up there for you. 19-6-1 ATS over the last two years in the first half. Uh, they were up, I think, 41 to nothing against Utah State at halftime last week. Do they cover the first half spread against Texas tomorrow? Yeah, I don't think this game is ever really close, to be honest. You know, um, I think Alabama understands the big picture. Like, Saban gets it. Saban knows how good Georgia looked last week. So this is a chance for Alabama to reassert themselves as, in the public's mind, the best team in the country. And, you know, they catch a opponent that I think is on the improve but still isn't of the caliber of Alabama. So uh, I just think this is a different animal Texas is going to be going up against. Uh, I think there'll be some some nerves on the Texas player side. And if you, if this game was next year, after Quinn Ewers had had a, a full year. Two would, offensive linemen are freshmen too? I would think that a Sam Ellinger performance was possible. Remember when Joe Burrow and LSU yep. went a couple years ago, it was a back-and-forth game because Sam Ellinger kept making plays. I just don't know if Quinn Ewers is ready yet, so I'm going to side with the Tide in this one. Um, the first half, maybe the play, because actually Saban and Sarkeesian are, are extremely close. Mm-hmm. I could see a scenario where if it's a 24-point game, Saban's running the ball at the end of this game. Um, but I, I, I just I, I think Alabama's too much. I think they, they're trying to make a statement nationally because they didn't get an opportunity in week one. They played Utah State instead of a marquee game. They saw Georgia national TV against Oregon. This is their Oregon. So I think they're going to come out. They're going to make a statement. I think Alabama covers this number easy. Well, he said, you know, next year's a possibility. Next year, Texas goes to Tuscaloosa in week two. So uh, this game, uh, a home-and-home home situation uh, as we are underway down in Orlando and Malik Cunningham, a strike for a first down to uh, to get the game off and running there for the Louisville Cardinals. Um, the next biggest game is Kentucky and Florida. And we talked about it just a moment ago with Colin Wilson, Sean. You know, I always try to to find those either buy low spots or sell high opportunities. And, you know, Kentucky covered the number against Miami, but you watch, you rewatch the game, not all that impressed by their offensive line. Um, they do have some playmakers, but obviously Rodriguez is is likely to be out again. I, I just feel like this is a little bit too much for Florida after one win. I don't believe this is necessarily a letdown spot, though, 
even though you had that big win, you know how important this game is in the SEC East standings. Is this, though, too many points, Sean, for Florida to be laying against Kentucky? I mean, it's only a touchdown. You know, so if it was double digits, I think it'd be too many points. I don't think this Florida team is going to be like a cover machine when they're a large favorite. But, I mean, this game, you know, if it's 24-13, you know, they cover. You know, I'm just telling you, the left tackle from Kentucky, he's a young player. He's not ready to be a starting offensive lineman in the SEC. And that's a problem because Will Levis is a pocket quarterback. He's a guy that throws the ball from the pocket the majority of the time. So I just think Kentucky's going to really have issues generating points. And I respect Colin. I love Colin. But you're not tackling Anthony Richardson in the open field. I know he thinks that, you know, Kentucky has a chance. I don't like Kentucky in any of those matchups. So I think Florida wins this game. But with the emotional aspect and angle of them coming off the Utah win, I'm just going to leave the game alone. I think this is a great spot for Mark Stoops. I think he's thrilled that Florida won this game uh, against Utah in week number one, Sean. And Mark Stoops, I feel like, thrives in the role of an underdog. The whole nonsense this offseason, you know, you know, when John Calipari called him a basketball school, they are, coach. Like, what, what are we doing here? Well, I mean, you've had great success, but why are you going head-to-head with the with, with Calipari was uh, just a strange kind of look. But that being said, that's who he is. And I do feel like they've got an opportunity uh, to make a statement here. And I feel like they probably are playing the disrespect card. They're a nationally ranked team, too. They were nationally ranked preseason, and then they get jumped by Florida. So not a play that I have in pocket, but uh, it would be Kentucky or pass for me in this one. Yeah, and see, for me, it'd be Florida or pass, just because Kentucky isn't full strength. Want to do a little cigar bet? Nah, Come nah. On. Oh, we got to do it straight up. I'm not going to take the points. <laughs> oh, no. We work in, we work in gambling. Nah, nah, do nah. it straight up? Nope, I'm not going to take the points in this one. All right, I'll, t- I'll do it straight up. I get two, you get one. Yeah, I'll take that. All right. Florida's going to win the game. All I right. just don't know if they're going to cover the six. I'll take I'll take a plus two hundred stab. This is Kentucky. the Billy Napier era, not the Dan Mullen or the Jim McElwain. This yeah. is Billy Napier. Yeah. This is his first big time job. He's approaching it like that. He's a great he's a great coach, uh, and I, I'm I'm excited. So for let me get a, this right. You have Kentucky. I have Florida. But I get two to your one. So right. I got boom. All right. I'll take it. A little flyer on on the Wildcats to make this game a little more interesting uh, for me. Baylor and Florida. Okay, get me two. Extra. You need to pick them up. Checks. Yeah, I like that. Do you want to put the check in for the White Sox? Uh, be having a better no, record no, for the Reds not, yet? Not yet. Are not you? Yet. You might be mathematically eliminated Maybe, from that. But I still want to see it play away. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Those are some really smart bets that you made over the summer. By the way, UCF needs to uh, see that number number uh, three. Malik Cunningham's a pretty talented quarterback. I want to contain him. Bad defensive alignment by UCF was terrible. Underway down in the, in Orlando, scoreless. Louisville driving a third down, facing the Golden Knights ahead. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. We'll keep it rolling here on Vsin Prime Time. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards? It's sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM with BetMGM or log on to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is VEASAN primetime alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Revisit the NFL and the news and notes of the day coming up top of the hour as Louisville waltzes into the end zone for a touchdown. Uh, not an ideal start for the UFC. It's early. That offense, that defense looked like. Yeah, they looked like USF last like week. Like they had practice. Yeesh. Couldn't get lined up. Big. Had a chance to get off the field. Big third down uh, conversion. They had it looked like they had. Uh, yeah, Wilson overran it. That's Malik just bad Cunningham. fundamentals. You know, when you tackle, you're supposed to attack the near hip, so you're not susceptible to the guy cutting back on you. But I didn't bet this game because I think UCF is great on defense. I bet it because I think UCF is tremendous on offense. So. Very, as you mentioned, very very early uh, in this one that the closing line total was 62. Uh, in this one, and uh, Louisville was getting some money, though, in the market, closing as a five-and-a-half-point underdog. Well, speaking of which, uh, we are we have a new uh, competition. We'll be doing it season-long, the primetime confidence pick. Sean, we gave out our first two plays in hour number one. Let's, uh, let's revisit these. I'll quickly go down uh, the rules and, uh, and how this will play out as the year goes on. So we'll get 15 confidence points. You can assign them however you want. Mm-hmm. If you want to go three across the board, that's what you want to do. If you want to do two fives, a two and a two ones, that's fine too. But five games, two pro, two college, then a wild card. And then, great idea by Sean, an underdog of seven points or more that you think is a chance to win. You lose nothing, but you gain Five points if indeed that dog wins outright. So I'll revisit my first two plays, both uh, four pointers. Uh, Army catching two and a half at home against UTSA in a tricky spot, in my opinion, for the Road Runners. I know they're the triangle of toughness down there in San Antonio, but I'm going to roll with the Black Knights. It's touched three yesterday, has gotten back down to two and a half. Then a two team teaser, six points. Uh, Jaguars up to eight and a half on the road at Washington and then the Vikings plus seven and a half at home against the Green Bay Packers. Sean, your top two plays. Yeah, you can just read them. I mean, oh, we'll never get through this because we haven't talked about three, four, five in the dog yet. <laughs> uh, Sean is on UCF laying the six and the Cowboys plus the two and a half. Producer Britton rolling with UCF minus six and the Panthers as a pick him. He's going five points on UCF. And the Panthers at three. All right, Sean, your third selection, sir. Yeah, I have is... Boston College plus two and a half. Uh, I think Yurkovich played probably the worst game I've ever seen last week against Rutgers, and Boston College still should have won that game, had the lead in the fourth quarter. Now, guess what? They get to go and play what I think is the worst team in the ACC in the Virginia Tech Hokies. Poorly coached, not a lot of talent on that team. Giving me points, veteran quarterback. I think he bounces back. I have Boston College plus the two and a half at Votech. All right, I put four points on this. 
this game. I'm a little nervous because it could be ugly like it was last year. 59-17 to 17 was the final score between Georgia State and North Carolina, and it was North Carolina who won that game by six touchdowns. But that defense is absolutely horrendous, giving up seven yards per pass attempt to Florida A&M, giving up 8.1 yards per play against Appalachian State. This is an opportunity for Georgia State, the first time they've ever hosted a Power 5 team and I think catching north of a touchdown for the Panthers, a team that brings back a ton of talent from last year, two really good running backs. They ran for 200 yards last week against South Carolina. The score was misleading. 35-14 loss at South Carolina. They were actually up 14-12. to They had two punts get blocked and returned for touchdowns. You, uh, South Carolina made two field goals north of 50 yards. Georgia State outgained them. I think they're live uh, tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon, noon kick. In Atlanta, I will take the Georgia State Panthers four confidence points. Wrote it up on vcin.com, catching the seven and a half. Yeah, you know, I'm a big fan of Drake May, so I'm not betting against Drake May in this defense. kind of game. Yeah, I know, but they might score 60. Hmm. They scored 60 last week, and how many did they win? Yeah, by? I watched the game. Spencer Rattler didn't play well, overthrowing guys, throwing behind guys. I just think North Carolina's much better than South Carolina on offense. I agree with you that defense is an issue, but I think Drake May is just too good. I think Georgia State keeps this close and might win outright. Producer Britton rolling with the chalk on the road. Eagles minus four and a half. Uh, they are, of course, going up to uh, Detroit. We talked about the issues on the offensive line for Detroit. Frank Ragnow uh, questionable. Their starting center, Tommy Kramer, ruled out. Uh, he was uh, the guard replacing Vitae, uh, who has already been placed on IR. So question marks on that defensive line. So producer Britton going to roll with three confidence points on the Eagles laying the chalk. Your fourth selection, sir, a division battle between two AFC North teams. Yeah, I seem to be a lot higher on uh, Pittsburgh than a lot of people. Uh, they were picked to finish last in the AFC North. Uh, I have them at 10-1 to 1 to win that division. I think this is a great opportunity for me to back a team that I have a very different opinion than the majority of people. I think Mitchell Trubisky is an upgrade over the 2021 version of Ben Roethlisberger. I do like the offensive skill talent around um, Trubisky, and I think and Brian Flores helped shore up that run defense. That pass rush and pass defense has been excellent. I think the Steelers have a legit chance to win this outright, but I definitely love them getting almost a touchdown. All right, my fourth selection, uh, two confidence points for me on this one. I'm going to take the points with the Giants. On the road in Tennessee. Now, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari, uh, both likely being out for this game, doesn't make me too excited. Look, Kayvon Thibodeau's a rookie, but, Sean, you're very high on Aziz Ojolari. Mm -hmm. Second year coming out of uh, Georgia, talented guy, uh, and uh, hopefully uh, they won't be missed too much. Um, I just think it's a lot of points. I I'm excited to see what this Giants team is all about in 2022. I think their roster is a little more talented than most people expect. Uh, you know, we'll see how the line the line holds up there for uh, for the Giants. I think the strength of the Titans this year certainly is their defensive line. Harold Landry is a guy that is out uh, as UCF is uh, into Louisville territory, so that's good news there. Um, but I'll take the points with Giants. Uh, plus the five and a half. Producer Britton rolling with some chalk again on the road. Kansas State, it's your squad. You love some purple cats. Yeah, I, I'm high on Kansas State. I actually have a ticket on them to win the Big 12, which I feel very good about. But I just – I thought there were some other games that I wanted to get them involved with. I don't really have a good feel. I think they're playing Missouri, right? Missouri uh, yeah, at I, home. I, I don't have a good feel for exactly what Missouri is. So I kind of left that game alone. Yeah, I believe uh, – our colleague Stormer Bonatoni will be on the sidelines nice. of Missouri and Kansas State. Noon Eastern, uh, 11 a.m. Central local kick there in Manhattan, Kansas. All right, final one, so, uh, Sean, just a one point of confidence for you. Uh, you're headed to I actually, Austin, I actually am really confident in this game. I was convinced that you were going to use this as your five-point game, so I was trying to, to get an early lead by utilizing games that I really believed in that I didn't think you would have. So I put this as a one-point play based on the amount of 15 you know, that we have available. So I'm very confident in Nick Saban in Alabama. Don't let the one like uh, dictate how I actually feel about this game. Yeah. Um, why would you think I would be on this game? Laying chalk on the road? Yeah, I just I thought you'd have Alabama as your five-point play. So yeah, You know me pretty well. All right. Uh, and then my one-pointer tonight. I'm going to take the Lobos. You see the helmets they're wearing? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Ooh, buddy. Boys is about to bounce back in a big way. 
Did you watch Boise? Yeah, I watched it. They looked them. awful. Yeah, if they can figure out their quarterback situation, they're going to bounce back in a big way. Well, are they going to figure it out? Uh, I think they will. Okay. It's Hank- a good team to figure it out against. We'll see. I'm going to take the points of New Mexico, plus the 17 tonight. Those cherry helmets, mm, they look good. First time they've worn them since, I think, the 70s. So uh, I'll take the points with uh, with New Mexico here uh, going up against uh, Boise State. And then the final one for producer Britton, he's going to take one point on Houston. And my upset pick, let's go ahead and get to it. I have the Kansas Jayhawks winning outright up in Morgantown. I think it's a letdown spot. After falling short in the backyard brawl, you get the Jayhawks, much improved Jayhawks team coming in town. I've got Kansas this weekend winning outright. Let's get it, Jayhawk. Rock, chalk, Jayhawk. Never gives me credit. I put up the graphic every week. We talk about letdown spots. I think it's a letdown spot. I, I talked about it on the show. Whatever. He didn't use it. He could have used it. He didn't know what my plays were. He had his I chance. I just like how I think, it, I think it's a letdown spot. Not that my partner brought it up. Did and he it use was a it? Well, do, well done point. I didn't know what he bet. I didn't, he didn't know what I bet. I'm going to enjoy a Georgia State outright victory over North Carolina tomorrow in the ATL. And Sean can go ahead and burn that Drake May Heisman ticket he bought. Touchdown UCF. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.